So, we meet again this morning. Again in the morning we are discussing the uppercut Leela. And here in mid-morning we are discussing the Prakat Leela. And we finished with a discussion of the uh, deliverance of Nanda Maharaj from the clutches of Varuna and Krishna showing the residents of Vrindavan, the elders, that is, the uh, something about the Aprakat Leela upon their request, hmm? startling as it was to them. They determined to keep their focus on the day-to-day lives. And from there, then, chronologically speaking, uh, the autumn season comes to an end. Kartik is the autumn season, part of it. And the month that follows is Margashirsha. Hmm. Margashirsha, which is now the beginning of Hemant, the winter season. Hmm. And the uh, the chapter of the Bhagavatam that is actually chapter 22, hmm, which is in a different place than as we're speaking about it chronologically for reasons that I'll get to. But it begins in this way. Shisuka Uvacha. Sukadev spoke. Hemante Pratome Masi Nanda Braja Kumarika Cheru Havisham Punjanaha Katyayani Arjana Bratam. Sukadev says that Hemanta Pratame Masi, the first Pratama Masi month of Hemant season, Nanda Braja Kumarika, the Kumaris of Nanda's Braj, the community of Braj, Kumari means young girls. Unmarried girls. Um, they're these in particular, and Sanat and Goswami's opinion were very, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So he, he makes the statement that uh, they're Kumari, Kumara. Mara is uh, sometimes uh, of a term that refers to Cupid, who who causes wounds. Mm-hmm. So. Thought to captivate people and so forth, but they, their um, defeat, he pack, draws out of the word Kumari in relation to these girls, defeats the beauty of of, uh, of Cupid, if you will, and the powers of Cupid. Nandavaju Kumarika Cherur Habisham Bunjanaha Katayani Achanam So the Kumari, so, uh, so apart, for, as I say, from the chronological order. Sukadeva Goswami begins uh, to speak about this particular leela involving the Kumaris after chapter 21. And chapter 21 is sometimes referred to as Venu Gita. In Venu Gita, we find gopis who have who are older than the Kumaris, and they have already been their marriage has already been arranged. It's either happened or it's been arranged and set in place and uh, waiting for the auspicious, or in this case, 
inauspicious day that the gopis apparently will be married to uh, to someone else. Of course, everyone in Braj thought that, that Krishna would be the perfect um, um, match for their daughter. But um, but Purnamasi brought the apparently bad news based on the calculations of Gargacharja. This boy Krishna at, in his adolescence would go abroad and become famous and so forth. So when you go, not abroad, but uh, in, into the, the uh, uh, greater metropolis, if you will, of Mathura and uh, metropolitan area, I should say, Dwarka, the would have a city and so forth there. Uh, and typically, you know, you leave the village life and you see what what it's really all about in the big city. That's the call of the big city. It's quite an illusion. In fact, it's all happening in the village. It's all happening in the more agrarian and simple life. And the city lights, and, uh, they, they have a glare that leads us to believe something more is going on there. It's the big apple. Something's about to happen at any minute. You keep looking for it. But the same thing goes on, right? And uh, although we move faster in such an environment, um, we don't go anywhere (laughs) substantially. Uh, So, given his responsibilities in, in, in princely life and so on and so forth we can't marry him to the village girls so she Pornamasi broke the news so she's a bearer of bad news but she's really the bearer of the that those uh, facts if you will that facilitate the parakia which is thought to be a more intense uh, expression of Madhuri Rasa compared to the Lakshmi's, or the, or let's say the queens of Dwarka, their love for Krishna, it's a form of Madhurya Rasa. This parakya is is much more um, intense. The obstacles hmm, to it uh, cause it to intensify, and the obstacles continue throughout, hmm, not for a short period. Hmm. So those elderly gopis whose marriage had already been arranged, which would include Radha, Chandravali, the Astasakis, and so on, they um, gather together in the 21st chapter, and they speak to one another and reveal their hearts to one another as to the influence of Krishna's flute upon them. It's called Venugi. Venugi means flute, right? So it's a it's a showcasing, if you will, of uh, of, of the hearts of those heroines. Mm-hmm. And so after uh, speaking this, revealing this, sharing this with Parikshit Maharaj, Sukadev's mind naturally went to and there's another set of girls mm-hmm. in a similar situation, younger although they have not been betrothed to anyone yet, their hearts were also burning with a desire to have Krishna as their husband, so let me speak about them. So this is how in Baba, chapter 22, unfolds after chapter 21, 
Hmm? Speaking about one set of girls, let me speak about the other set of girls. Although chronologically, hmm, the timing for this is different. Hmm? Actually, when it occurs. So it happens at the beginning of the of the month of uh, uh, of, uh, of Margashirsha. And and I should mention that these, uh, with regard to the difference of the two girls, they are both uh, examples in the Bhagavatam of Parakya Bhav. Hmm. We often think of Parakya Bhav as being the illicit, if you will, relationship on the part of a male or, or male and female um, that is a departure from their married life, right? But this is one type, paroda, of um, of parakia. The second type is an unmarried girl hmm? who has an affair. That's also a form of parakia. Hmm? So we have two forms. So he's talked about the one form. Sugadeva is talking about the other form. In this case, with regard to the Braj Kumaris. Now, another difference here is that obviously Radha, Chandrabali, Astasakis, and so forth, they're all Nityasiddha gopis. Hmm? And they appear in the Prakat Leela for the sake of the Prakat Leela, which, among other things, hmm? well, primarily, well, uh, I should say, facilitating Krishna's human-like Leelas. As we know, the Prakat Leela also is Leela in which his sweetness and the charm and access to his eternal leelas and the aprakat leela are made available to other people. Hmm? So while the Nijasiddhas are present, there are also new- newcomers, sadhakas. In one sense, we can say that the primary purpose for Krishna's manifesting the prakat leela is for sadhakas who have reached a point in their practice that they cannot, that, that as they cannot bear separation from Krishna any longer, he cannot bear separation from them any longer. So he comes. Gita says, Paritranaya sadunam dina shayata duskritam dharma samstapanartaya sambhavami yuge yuge I come again and again to establish dharma, hmm, to deal with the miscreants, and to protect my devotees. Protect my devotees means from the dark night of the soul and separation. Hmm? Right? Which, as we know, although Krishna is absorbed in his aprakat lila, his omniscience, while in the background, doesn't disappear. Hmm? So we can hear the prayers of his ragmarg sadhakas. Hmm? And as they're the intensity of their bhajan develops, and as they say, we enter the, the ocean of bhakti rasa through the low tide of separation, and then it gets carried out, uh, never to return by the, by the high tide. So, uh, feeling their separation, he's feeling the separation as well. Okay, so, so he comes. Hmm? And so, another difference then between these kumaris and the uh, girls mentioned, the gopikas mentioned in, in the Venu Gita, is that at least there is some evidence, although there are different opinions about it, there is some evidence, and Sanatana Goswami quotes Padma Purana in this regard, others have different opinions, different opinion, evidence, that is to say, that these kumaris are sadhana siddhas. Hmm? 
There are other opinions that they're also Nijasiddhas. But we'll take the, the opinion from the Purana, hmm, cited by, uh, as I say, Sanatana Goswami Prabhu in his commentary on, on, this, on this chapter. Hmm. And look at these Kumaris as sadhakas who have entered the Prakatlila. They have taken birth in the Prakatlila. There are a couple of prominent examples of such. Um, these, these, these girls would be, in this case, identified with the, the Rishi Chari, the sages, the Rishis, who were living in the, in the Dandakaranya forest. Hmm? Another group, that would be a group, they got together as a group, and with a shared ideal, lived and pursued it. Another group is the is the personified shruti, the personified personification of the of the scripture of this of the of the of the I want to say the shruti the Upanishads. Another group. Hmm? We see that during the Rasalila, which will come now in a year, right? Just a little less than a year because it will come in in autumn, just before the Hemant. Hmm? That 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 there are some gopis who, when Krishna finally perfected his flute playing and that Keda rag and so forth, right? Um, they were checked by their husbands from coming. Hmm? They couldn't go, and um, it's understood that these were the personified Vedas hmm? who still had not fully developed in terms of this intensification of the Staibhav of Madhurya through the stages from Prem to Prem, uh, Sneha, Man, Pranay, Rag, Anurag, Mahabhav. Hmm. This is the progression. The progression in other Rasas will be a little different, but that intensification is there um, for all of them in Braj, which you're not going to find in Vaikuntha. So it's thought that you could die and go to Vaikuntha, Ramanuja Sampradaya, for a Sharanagata, they will, they will, that will happen. Hmm? But for a Bhakta, in the Gaudiya Sampradaya, we see this evidence from the sacred text, from Bhagavatam itself, hmm? that the, 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 the uh, personified Vedas, they took birth in the Prakat Lila as gopis. The sages of Dandakaranya, they took birth. In, in the in, in, in the Prakat Leela. So from this it's drawn, hmm, this is the next step. So what is the purpose of the Prakat Leela? Again, in one sense, it's for the sadhakas. Hmm? Where they can now get the association of the Nityasiddhas and develop the intensity of their bhav to the point where they are now have the eligibility to enter the Aprakat Leela when the Prakat Leela winds itself up and enfolds back. Hmm? That means that these this this particular intensification of 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 um, of the Stayibhav is is very difficult, if not next next to impossible to develop without that association. I've given the example of of the um, uh, Sports world, where you have you have professional in the United States, you have professional teams, and then every year they recruit from the college teams. They have a, a draft where they draft them, 
and, do, and they, they pick the best members of the college team. So the pros are made up of all the best. So when the college best enters there, he's like a, a newcomer, right? And the game is moving much faster because everybody's much more adept. Hmm? And so he has to, or she has to acclimate hmm, in a way that um, he or she could not without being in that setting hmm, and having that association. So similarly, the sadhaka is thrown into, this, into the prakat lila and has the association of the nityasiddhas and the lila that he or she has been meditating on hmm, deep in bhava and, it's re- and, 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 and through that has reached the stage of Sarup Siddhi. That Sarup Siddhi is, is our idea, the Gaudi idea of Jivan Mukta. Hmm. Rupa Goswami says, Iha yase hare ar bhakti. What is it? Karmana manasa gira. Karmana Manasa Gita. He says, with with body, um, uh, manasa, uh, intel, with body, mind, uh, uh, intelligence, hmm, the whole of yourself, fully absorbed in Krishna's service. Jivan Mukta Suchate. We call that person a Jivan Mukta. It's almost if he's saying, well, we, we, these Maya bodies, these jnanis, they call Jivan Mukti. We, we don't. We don't consider that Jivan Mukti, especially if they have no regard for Bhakti, because Arurika Chena Parama Param Tata Patanti Adho, Nandita Yushmarangaya, from that they fall down. Hmm. If they have a little Bhakti, then they can move from there to their desire of Sayuja Mukti hmm. um, and attain a, a in Bhakti Vinatakur's consideration, as we mentioned other the other day, an, an indistinct form of liberation which the fullness of their soul's um, destiny is not realized. Hmm. So from Swarup City, hmm, one enters the Prakat Leela. That's also called Swarup City. From there, Vastu City to enter into the, into the Prakat Leela. So, There may be exceptions. We see Gopu Kumar. Of course, he was living in Braj. That's another thing. Hmm. Um, and the Leela is going on there for those who have eyes to see. Hmm. He didn't take birth in the Prakat Leela. Hmm. But this is... There are always exceptions to the rule. But this is the basis. The statements regarding the Shruti Chari and Rishi Chari personified Vedas and the sages of Dandakaranya entering the Leela, hmm, pursuing Gopi Bhav as they were, if we look at their sadhana, and how did it take place? They entered the Prakat Leela. So uh, this is where the thought comes from. The Jiva Go- Rupa Goswami, in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, towards the end of his section on Rag Bhakti, uh, actually he was talking about Sambandhanuga Bhakti, a division of Rag Bhakti that pertains to attaining Sakyarasa, or Vatsalirasa or Dasirasa in Braj Lila. That's called Sambandhanuga. Attaining Madhurya Bhav is called Kamanuga. They are both divisions of Raganuga. So he gives an example of, uh, of a, a gentleman who uh, 
conceptually worshipped Krishna as his son. Hmm. Took care of Krishna, the deity, of like, like his son. Hmm. And uh, Jiva Goswami comments, And during the Brahma Mohan Leela he entered. Hmm. He entered the Prakat Leela. And the implication is that during the Brahma Mohan Leela, that perfection that is required, that development that I'm speaking about, of the Stai Bhav, reached its... its uh, uh, w- he attained that perfection. What does the Brahma Vimohan Leela have to do with Vatsalya Ras? Well, it has a lot to do with Vatsalya Ras. It has a lot m- more, we could say, to do with, with Sakya Ras, but in Brahma Vimohan Leela, of course, Krishna, Brahma, stole the calves and the cowherd boys, at least he thought he did. Hmm? That's another another story. But meanwhile, Krishna manifested himself as the calves and the coward boys. So all the mothers and all the fathers with parental love for Krishna who had their own sons and whose love for their sons was a sanchari bhav hmm, augmenting their stai bhav for Krishna suddenly found an, a, a huge surge of affection in their hearts for their sons. Hmm? And of course, Baladev noticed this at the, towards the end of the year in which this was taking place and he thought, what's going on here? Why are they acting like this? The calves were brought back the calves were all manifestations of Krishna, and the boys following them. The men were up on Govardhan Hill with the cows, and the cows bolted down the hill. They hightailed it, as they say, down the hill. And it was as if they had two legs, mm-hmm. one front leg, one back leg, because their legs were together like this, just galloping, galloping. Mm-hmm. And the coward men were upset. What's going on with these cows? Uh, so they ran down the hill, and they were really worked up. You know, what's going on, you know, down here? But when they got down, they saw their sons. <laughs> and they just melted. Hmm? And so Baladev saw this, and said, what's, what's going on here? What's happening? Gradually, gradually, Krishna revealed to him hmm, that you know, something's been going on for about a year now. I didn't tell you about it, but this is what, this is what it is, right? This is, I bewildered Brahma. And enlightened him in the context of that. There's your brain dead bhakti, right? <laughs> His forehead short circuited in order to become enlightened, right? He found out it can't fit between my eight or two, four, six, eight ears of what reality is, right? And this is Brahma. He is the very deity of intellect, hmm? buddhi. Right? So, during the Brahma Mimohan Leela, then there are sadhakas who have entered the Leela, the Prakat Leela, uh, in parental love, let's say from the Balabha Sampradaya, where this is um, a strong focus, another Ragmark Sampradaya. Balabha was a contemporary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, was blessed by Mahaprabhu to have his own sect. He was already part of the, the um, um, Vishnu Swami Sampradaya. Hmm. Whereas Mahaprabhu came to start his own sampradaya, although we do attach it also to the Brahma sampradaya, Brahma Mabdugodhya sampradaya. But um, um, the focus in Balabha sampradaya, one of the focuses is this Vatsalya Bhav. So, it's a Ragmarg sampradaya. They entered in the in, in the Prakat Leela, and during that time, as the Leela progressed, and this Leela played out, and Krishna became the sons, hmm, and the perfection it was still lacking in them. It was required 
that required them to take birth in the Prakat Leela before going to the Aprakat Leela, this uh, developed. Hmm? Of course, all the mothers loved their boys more than they had ever before as much as they loved Krishna. And at the same time, they loved Krishna more than that. Hmm? All their boys looked so charming, but still Krishna looked even <laughs> more charming. Hmm? Imagine, we can call it Ramamimohan. Balaram was bewildered by this. What is the power of, of my, my, my younger brother? Hmm? So, um, he gives that example. Um, again, to emphasize this point, that this is, the, this is the, as the Godias perceive it, this is the course to take. Hmm? The Prakat Leela is a meeting between the Siddhas and the Sadakas. To the advantage of the Sadakas, we could say, but the Siddhas also are able to play out the human-like Leela in human society, on location. It has its advantages. It has its uh, added sweetness, we could say. So, these uh, Kumaris, then, hmm, um, when we, if we are to think of them as we are today, of, as examples of sadhana siddhas, then, uh, as the Puran explains, they are the Rishicharis from the say from the Dandakaranya forest. Hmm? That uh, um, they were known to be meditating on the Gopal mantra. Hmm? Now the Gopal Mantra, as you know, has three names of Krishna in the dative case, Krishnaya, Govindaya, Gopijana Balabhaya. Hmm? So their focus was on let me give myself to Gopijana Balabha, hmm? who was also Govinda, who was also Krishna, hmm? and all that those names mean, and the leelas that flow out of them. Hmm? who gives pleasure to the cows. One of the meanings, of course, of Govinda has a number of meanings. That's a, a primary meaning in, in, in Braj and all the coward leelas. Krishna, of course, a perfect name for, for Nanda's son, him being all attractive. It's a name for God. Nanda named his son after God. Good custom. Right? When, during, the, during the Gopastami, when when Nanda Marj came on the scene and was asked uh, during the during the time that Krishna was um, uh, working along with his friends on Mother Yasoda to finally like, give the permission, we're going to go herd cows. Nanda had to weigh in, and as he came in from the cow shed in the course of the morn, he said something like, "May Krishna." Bl- May, may Krishna bless you. And all the boys started laughing. Like, Krishna, may Krishna bless us. And he said, oh, he realized, oh, you don't know hmm, that the virtue of naming your son after God. I wasn't speaking about my son. I'm talking about the name of God. Hmm. Then sit down and I'll tell you a story. So he related from the Puranas. Hmm. Story of Ajameel, he told them. Oh, they sat with eyes wide and ears perked as Nanda told the story of Aja Amil and how he, he named his son Narayan. And as a result of that, while he called his son at the time of death, given that his son was named Narayan, his destiny, karmically speaking, which was to go to Yamaraj, was 
that was interfered with. That his his path to Yamaraj was intercepted by the Vishnu Dutas, who came and so the, the story in Bhagavatam, other Puranas as well about the virtues of Nam. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and all the boys heard this. They were just just fascinated by Nanda's Puranic discourse. And at the conclusion, they burst out into Nam Kirtan, Ram Jai Ram Jai Krishna, Jai Ram Jai Krishna. So, what was the point? So, so Gopal Mantra, the Krishna name is there, Krishnaya, Govindaya, Gopijana, Balabhaya. So, uh, of course, uh, then according to the Bab, one is cultivating one name may be more prominent than another. So, the whole of Gopal Mantra covers the whole of Golok as a as a mantra that can give access. Krishna name carries into Mathura, into Dwarka. The Govinda name is primarily in Braj, uh, really, and uh, and Gopi Janabalaba too, obviously. Now, this is the 18-syllable mantra. This is the mother, if you will, of all Krishna mantras. There's also, sometimes it's a 10-syllable mantra, hmm, where only Gopi Janabalabaya is mentioned. So this, is, this was the mantra of Gopakumar, who, who attained... Uh, uh, um, Narmasakabhav. Hmm. Uh, but they were anyway, they were chanting the Gopal Mantra. And so some, uh, we should underscore the virtue or the power, the efficacy of the mantra. It's a good example. Hmm. They received the mantra from where, of course, we don't know the history, but that's all they had. Hmm. They didn't have the whole Gaudiya system that has, was developed by different uh, uh, sadhus over time. Hmm. Which is relative details about giving initiation and so forth, and what will be what will be instructed, and, and, and so the, the 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 mantra, the tantra, and the yantra, hmm. right? The mantra, the tantra is is the procedure. The yantra is the is the object hmm, of worship. Hmm. You can make the yantra mystical yantra. We heard the yantra of Gopal. Uh, of Golok, we read about it the other day, as Jiva Goswami explained. But our altar is also with Krishna Balaram. This is the Yantra. Hmm. The Tantra, hmm. the method, Namsan Kirtan, and the Angas of Bhakti, and so on and so forth. And there are, of course, procedures for worship in Archan. Hmm. So, um, so, this is basically what's given. We'll see that that's given here, too. But the Gupta sages. And in Dandakaranya, they were chanting the Gopal Mantra. The famous story that comes to mind, of course, is that during the Treta Yuga, sages are typically, well, they're Satya Yuga. They're, they're there in the Treta Yuga also. They may have been carried over from the Satya Yuga. Hmm. But in the Treta Yuga, Ramchandra appeared. right? And Ramchandra was exiled and at one point, he went through the Dandakaranya forest, hmm, looking for Sita and so forth. And so, when Ram appeared on the scene, their meditation broke. Hmm, their meditation on the Gopal Mantra and Samadhi. Hmm. This is another point. What they're doing with <laughs> anyway. So, and then they saw Ram. And they thought, here is the person, the yantra, the person, the object of our love, who we've been meditating on. 
because Ram and Krishna, same person. Hmm? But yeah, but but Ram checked them and said, "No, not in this life, hmm? not in this yuga." He said, "Because why? Because I have taken a vow, ek putni vrata, a vow of vrata, for ek putni of one wife, having only one wife." Polygamy is, a, is, is, is was part of the Vedic culture, but it basically largely related to kings. Hmm? Kings and a, an excess of female births <laughs> and the king being a p- big provider hmm? on a large scale, then he, he could have other queens and so forth. So for Ram, such the perfect king, the perfect king, that is Ram, Ram Rajat sometimes. We want the world to be like the kingdom of Ram. Hmm. Right? All we need, therefore, is such a virtuous leader, a benevolent autocracy, the perfect form of government. Hmm. That was the idea. And kings were thought to be ideally representatives of God. Yudhisthira, hmm. these type of kings great devotees, and so forth. Parikshit Maharaj. Obviously, things have deteriorated over time. Um, but but Ram himself, right? God himself, as the king. Mm-hmm. Right. So for a king to take a vow for only one wife, this was a huge, huge thing. Mm-hmm. And it extols the virtues of monogamy mm-hmm. over polygamy. The kings had at their disposal the opportunity to have many wives and a life of luxury. Hmm? Money, women, at their disposal. Hmm? But Ram, being as virtuous of a king as he was, he made a commitment only to Sita. And this was, this was very uncommon for the king to do. Hmm? And very pious. So there's, there, in the Vedic culture, it should not be misunderstood. But the virtue of monogamy is extolled over um, polygamy. We might ask, what about Krishna Leela? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. After all, Ram is telling him, in this life I've taken a vow, but in my next appearance in the Dwarpa Yuga, at the end of the Dwarpa Yuga, a little, a little time from now, mm-hmm. Hmm, then I will come at that time then the fruit of your meditation will be realized. You'll enter the, the Prakat Leela. Hmm. So it, it could, what we're involved in could take a while. Hmm. This is one of the messages here. But it's worth attaining. If you hear about it enough and have good association, you just, it'll be difficult for you to pursue anything else. Hmm. As long of a haul as it may be. And if you have that attitude, then... Time goes fast when you're having fun. <laughs> they say. <laughs> the life of a sadhaka should be uh, joyful, even in the midst of the, the difficulties that arise. And we, we see that here. Hmm? <laughs> Their life isn't over. They enter the Prakat Leela. Now they have to perform more austerities, as we'll see as this Leela narrative here progresses. Right? But the virtues 
we're back to Krishna. Krishna has many wives, so what about that? No, that's not the case. Krishna has one. It's Radha. And all the gopis are what a partial manifestation of her only. So she has expanded herself into so many gopis to personify different aspects of herself so that one aspect of herself can be personified when required for, the, for Krishna's taste and fully satisfy him. Hmm? What about the new gopis that come? They are also extensions of Radha. Hmm? Right? Hmm? That is all Ladini Shakti's influence. Right? Hmm? So, uh, if we look carefully at Krishna, we'll see that he's completely sold out to Radha. Hmm? And only for the sake of increasing and intensifying that love, which is parakya, he may go here, he may go there, with this one, with that one, and so on and so forth. Right? Hmm? It's worth noting that the uh, carrier, all the gods and goddesses in Hinduism have some kind of carrier. So the carrier of Cupid, Kamadev, is the the green uh, green uh, parrot. You'll see green parrots here if you keep your eyes open, and and they they fly in pairs. Hmm? They're monogamous. Hmm? One par- male parrot, green parrot. And the female, they will bond together and stay together their whole life. Hmm? And that male won't, won't mate with any other female, and that female won't mate with any other male. Hmm? So, the carrier of Cupid hmm, is exemplifying the monogamous life as, as as the best type of relationship. He's always stirring people up, but the virtues of monogamy are brought out through his carrier as well. And it's said that when in older age one of the two passes on or if by accident in an early earlier time in life one of the one of the doves or one of the, the parrots green parrots passes away shortly thereafter the other one the partner will pass away as well hmm? so the virtues of monogamy an aspect of Vedic culture that's often missed on, on most people hmm? by looking at it on on the surface so Ram told them like this, and of course, then in the Prakat Leela of Krishna, manifest at the end of the Dwarpa Yuga, there they are, appearing as gopis. Hmm? Through meditation, they got bodies hmm? of kumaris, and in the and they, and they got together, and they basically got along, but they had differences from one another. But when they started to realize through discussion that they had the same ideal in mind. Then there was a bond that formed between them. Not only that, not only did they have the same ideal in mind, but the ideal that they had in mind was difficult to attain. Now, we think that the ideal of entering the leela is hard to attain, hmm? and they're in the leela and thinking our ideal is still hard to attain, hmm? still difficult to attain. There are so many obstacles to that. Hmm? The astrological chart of Krishna is 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 an, is an obstacle. So all of the elders have to support that. Although they can't do it with feeling, they have to follow the follow the chart. That's reality. Hmm. Their feelings are different. That's why I said in morning reading, we said it's an open secret. The love of Radha and Krishna. Everyone really knows about it, but they have to deny it. Hmm. Uh, uh, or <laughs> 
or pretend it's not happening. Maybe it's happening. I can't hear about it because it's not supposed to. Or, or I, I know about it, but I can't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. It's a secret, so forth. So it's an open secret in Braj, right? So it's a difficulty for them hmm, to marry Krishna. They don't want parakya. They want to marry. But the obstacles to marry create the parakya, which is a more intense form of Madhurya Rasa, than Svakya, than married. Hmm? So the obstacles, they're our friends. Hmm? We have to learn to see like that. Even in our life as sadhakas, the obstacles are our friends. When we find out who are our real friends, it's often at the cost of others who we thought were so. Hmm? We had to see that as, as coming to help us. Right? Pujapatrita Marsh used to say, God save me from my friends. We may, we may come to that. Or family, who are obstacles for you to becoming a, becoming a devotee, for example. Or just uh, so many obstacles, right? Other people's minds, places, things, life of a sadhaka, you may get the door slammed in your face hmm? time and time again, even though you're only begging on behalf of Krishna for the temple. Of course, we don't do that here, but in in, in Indian culture that would be common, right? Hmm? Sadhu would go, Gopakumar. Krishna told him when he arrived in Golok, right? I was there. I saw all the doors slammed in your face. So many times you refused when you were only speaking on my behalf. You stood up to speak the truth on my behalf and others stoned you, rejected you. But you did it anyway. Hmm? You became an outlier in the society. For me, I was there. I remember. I've been looking down the path every day, waiting, when will he come? When will he come? Hmm? Very charming section of Priyat Bhagavatamrita. Gopakumar, of course, another example. He chanted his mantra. He went there. Hmm? The, the, the Rishi, Rishi Chari, the Rishis of Dandakaranya, the sages, they chanted their mantra. They went there. You've got a Sadakadeya, you've got a mantra, you've got Nam. Hmm? Krishna, you have Krishna Nam, Krishna Mantra. This is what you, this is what you need. Hmm? How to how to practice it? You've got that. What is the goal? You've got the mantra. You've got the tantra. You've got the yantra. Hmm. We give so much more philosophy and teaching, but Gopakumar didn't have any of that. Of course, he went to different places <laughs> along the way, and he was told, you should stay here, and this is why, and this is the virtues of that place. But his calling, his heart's destiny, was otherwise. Hmm. And with his mantra, he went further and further, and finally attained his destiny, right? Hmm. So the sages have attained their destiny here, and they've taken birth in the Braj Lila, and, the, and they're, they're um, this group of Kanyakas, you have the Paroda and Kanika, two types of Parakya. Kanika means young girl, Kumari, another name for that. Here they're addressed as Kumaris. Hmm? Nanda Braja Kumarika. The, the Kumaris of Braj. Hmm? In the month of Hemant, the first month of the winter, they got together hmm? and they realized they all had the same ambition, so they bonded. Hmm? And there's strength in numbers. Hmm? So the obstacles that were before them in terms of their objective, their ideal, to have Krishna as their husband, they, they, they made a commitment to pursue and overcome these obstacles together. Hmm. Right? And they met along the banks of the Jamuna. That's the first half of the verse. Let's see here. So, 
Cherurhaviyam Munjanaha Katayani Arjuna Pratam. And there they they got help. Hmm. So if we have a necessity in our heart, like attracts like. Hmm. If we have a necessity in our heart for Guru, the Guru will appear. Hmm. Depends on the quality of our necessity. Hmm. We can't complain. Hmm. The, uh, Krishna sends according to our our necessity. Hmm. On the scene, Vrindadevi appeared, hmm. having been counseled uh, to do so by Purnamasi, who could understand the whole scene. Hmm. These Kumaris, this is their situation. Go to them. So, Vrindadevi, of course, is a forest Devi. She lives in the forest. Hmm. She came dressed like a sage herself hmm. in saffron. Hmm. Saffron, sorry. <laughs> and uh, and 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 she gave them the here in this first part of the verse she gave them the 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 tantra and she gave them the antra in the next verse she'll give them the mantra hmm. so what is the tantra what was the procedure hmm. well to a large extent it included coming to the jamuna and bathing at sunrise. Hmm? Doesn't sound difficult, does it? But Hemanta. Hmm? This is Hemant. This is the winter. Hmm? It's cold out, right? Hmm? To go, I mean, if you, if it, it's one thing to go to Daoji Kund here and it's 85 degrees and bathe and you go, what? It's a little cold. <laughs> but if it's 50 degrees, Forty-five degrees, and then you're going to go at that sunrise, or the sun might not even be shining on the on the water itself. That's a little difficulty. So they had to come and bathe every morning at su- at sunrise in the Jamuna, up to the neck, and then fashion. They were instructed by Brinda, a deity out of clay, a deity of Katyayani, and then worship. When she said worship, of course, included in that is obviously she gives some instruction how to worship. First, you will uh, offer uh, asana, hmm? then uh, 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 foot wash, padya, then argya, mouthwash, maduparka, hmm? some like yogurt mixed with honey and and so forth. Hmm? Then uh, s- uh, snan, hmm? uh, flowers. Incense, deep, boga, and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. The second verse brings this out. When dawn was approaching, O king, they immersed themselves in the water of the Kalindi, another name for Jamuna, made a sandy idol on the brink of the water, and worshipped Devi, Katyayani, with aromatic substances, fragrant flowers, propitiatory offerings, incense lamps, diverse esculent presentations, new leaves, fruits, rice so forth. Now the order of these things mentioned here is not as you may have noticed in the order in which I mentioned which is the standard order. And there's two considerations here. Either they offered following Brinda's inspiration you could look at it with great enthusiasm given that now they had such an aid to the pursuance of their ambition, their desire. They've got a guru 
Hmm? Appeared out of nowhere. Hmm? They're meeting her for the first time. Hmm? And they got a deity to worship and a method to worship. And they're, they're confident now. Hmm? They're confident now that they will get their desired result because the method is prescribed in the scripture. It's been given by the guru. And the, the, these magical, if you will, it might be thought, hmm, procedures, they actually work. Hmm? This is the thing about karmakanda. Karmakanda is the path where we, we are engaged in acquisition, to get things. So if you want to get things, husband, children, money, influence, and so forth, as everybody does, because they think... I need to add something on to myself that I can become full because they don't know the fullness of the self hmm? in itself. Hmm? They, don't, they don't realize that I'm a unit of quality. Hmm? By adding quantity on, the quality is not going to pr- improve. I am the quality. Hmm? I am qualitative feelings I have. Matter doesn't. Anyway, so <laughs> you know the difference between consciousness and matter. That's a whole long discussion. Hmm? So, uh, uh, so uh, in the karma marg, people who, who are just, this is their condition, they're driven by acquisition. The karma marg says, if you want things, here's a way to do it hmm? that's very fruitful. And you're doing it in conjunction with the way that God is prescribed in the world. So you'll, it will be a bountiful life. Follow the karma mark according to your caste and so forth and, uh, uh, and so on. Worship the different gods. Rep- show thanks, gratitude to the sun, to the moon, to the wind, which you're dependent upon for your senses to function at all in relation to acquiring things. Hmm? So... Live a life of gratitude like this. It's the beginning of love. To start to show some love and acceptance of higher uh, authorities hmm? uh, in, 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 your, in your life that you're dependent upon. And, and come to know their benevolence hmm? by starting to show gratitude, which you don't do in lower forms of life or less complex forms of life. So in human life, we begin to, can begin to love, hmm? to give, to say please, to say thank you, hmm? right? To, to uh, voluntarily do something rather than just by the force of the of the, of the embodiment that you have, you're driven. Hmm? You, uh, two dogs are not going to say, "Wait, well, you eat first. No, 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 you eat first. They're both hungry. They're both going to uh, struggle with one another, hmm? right? But humans can. Hmm? There's one more piece of pizza. Who wants it? Nobody wants to raise their hand, but everybody wants to raise their hand. Something like that. Right? So, 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 this is the karma mark. And so, we're, we're inspired. If you want things, follow the scripture. And there's these magic formulas where you do this, stand this way, move this, wave incense, say this mantra to this invisible goddess, make a, make a, make a picture of the goddess, make a form of the goddess or the god. Hmm? Do it for this long, and, this, and you'll get the desired result. And it happens. If it's done right, but in karma market, it has to be done perfectly, perfectly, 
every detail has to be, then you get the desired result. But what really, what the real result of this is, of course, is that people who do this get faith in the scripture. Oh, there's a, a magical roadmap kind of book to get things in ways that I could have never figured out how to get them. Hmm? By depending upon and propitiating gods and personifications of nature that are in control of such things. Hmm? So when they get faith in the scripture, this is the real fruit. The thing that they get is a small thing. That's what they're after. But they also get faith in the scripture. Hmm? So they become more religious. Therefore, they, 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 when they, Then they start to hear from the scripture that life's not about things. Hmm. Well, now they have faith in the scripture, so they, they they have a little bit of space to to accommodate that idea, right? That less is more. Hmm. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of things from the scripture, and, and I've got a full life. I've lived a full life, hmm. and I do feel there should be more. And look. This page says there is more. Hmm? And it's me. I am the more. Hmm? And now, here is the, here's the way to get that. This is Gyan, right? From Dharma Jignasu, inquiring about Dharma. Hmm? In pursuit of Artha, Kama. Hmm? Now Moksha, freedom from the limitations of things, to find myself, and so forth, right? Hmm? This is the... Uh, the, uh, the the progression hmm? and how do we get there yeah I mean they're worshiping her so but their worship of her is I guess I want to distinguish it from um, um, the karma marg in that in bhakti marg if everything is not done exactly right but your heart is in the right place then the result will come so anyway they had confidence that we're following a scripturally mandated, ordained procedure, we're going to get the results. We got a guru, we got the tantra, we got the yantra, everything. They have now confidence, they have faith in what is called a descending path. It's coming from beyond what I could come up with in my head about how to attain my goal. Hmm. That might work. It might not. Right? So, they have faith in Scripture. They have faith in Revelation. They have faith that the, the, that the way to progress in life is to acknowledge hmm, the uh, controlling factors that are beyond me, the Godhead, hmm, you know, in so many ways, right? So it's the beginning way, the different goddesses and goddesses personifying different aspects of nature. So then the question comes, well, Yes, and they're given Katyani. Well, who is Katyani? Here, here, of course, before we go into that, we should say the worship here, the method of worshiping, the list of the items, indicates that they may not have offered them in the right way, <laughs> but they offered them with faith. Or it could be that Sukadeva was so fascinated by this whole Leela as he's talking about it that he just rattled off the things. They offered this, they offered that, they offered that, but not in the order in which they are particularly worshipped. We should go with that idea because we will think... As we said yesterday, the gopis, these are only young kumaris, young girls. What do they know about all this? They know everything about this. They're rishis. Hmm? 
They had gone through the karma marg. They were in the gyan marg. Hmm? Meditating on Gopal Mantra for yugas. Now they're appearing as young girls. Hmm? They're not ordinary young girls. And there's still something, some distance for them to go. Right? Hmm? Hmm? They're told to worship Katyayani. They're given the method. Hmm? And uh, Katyayani, of course, is the deity. Hmm? Um, but the question will come, of course, who is Katyayani? We have to get to that, right? Why Katyayani? Hmm? How can Katyayani give Krishna as their husband with her power? Hmm? But before we come to that, we've got the mantra, excuse me, we've got the tantra, we've got the yantra, and now the mantra. She said, Katyayani, Mahamaye, Mahayogini, Adishpuri, Nandagopa, Sutam Devi, Patimme Kuru, Te Namaha. So, Vrinda Devi gives him the mantra. Hmm? You got the procedure, it includes bathing in the morning, hmm? up to the neck in the cold, and so on and so forth. Worship the Katyayani deity with different paraphernalia, and they would worship the deity. They would this, they would worship like this. They would say, Katyayani, I'm offering you this incense, hmm? so that your senses will be pleased by the by the scent, by the sweet scent, that my senses may be pleased by the scent of Krishna's beautiful form. Hmm. Something like that, with all the items that they would, they would, they would, they would, they would offer. Hmm. I am offering. We offer a song to you in glorification, for the pleasure of your ears, that our ears may be pleased to hear hmm. Krishna accepting our our appeal, or to hear his flute calling us, and so forth. So they connected the worship of the deity. Please the senses of the deity with their own senses, with a desire to connect them all hmm, with Krishna, for the pleasure of Krishna. Hmm. And so here's the mantra. Hmm, she said, and, and this will be your mantra. Now they already had the Gopal mantra that they were chanting. Of course, we're told that with regard to Krishna Nam and Krishna Mantra, the efficacy of the mantra is reached at Srup Siddhi. Hmm. And Krishna Nam will take us to Krishna Charan, to the feet of Krishna. Hmm? So in one sense, the efficacy of their mantra had already been reached, but now they're given another mantra hmm? in the context of the Leela. And this mantra is really saying, in essence, what, the, what their conception, the conception, uh, speaking about the conception they had when they themselves chanted the Gopal Mantra. Hmm? This is their ambition. So... Uh, Katyayani Mahamaya, O Katyayani Mahamaya, Mahayogini Adishpuri. These are all words glorifying her. You are the great uh, Shakti Mahamaya. And to be clear, to be clear, we don't mean the illusory Maya Shakti, hmm? which cannot give Krishna. That doesn't make any sense, right? Therefore. When they say Mahamaya, they say, oh, and Mahayogini. Mm-hmm. Let us be clear. Mm-hmm. You are the Maya who, is, who, who, who arises out of, y- out of yoga, out of union, that affords union with Krishna. Yoga Maya. Mm-hmm. This, 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 this Katyayani, mm-hmm. 
this um, uh, and and who is the Adishwari, the supreme Ishwari, hmm? the supreme goddess. Hmm? There are many goddesses, but the supreme goddess, that is one. Lakshmi, Radha, the internal potency, of which there are many manifestations. Vrindadeva herself is, a, is, of course, a manifestation of the internal potency, Srup Shakti. So, so they're worshipping Katyayani, but, but, but this is Vaishnavi Shakti, or, or Parvati, who's a Vaishnavi. They're worshiping. We talked about Shiva the other day. They also, some, some will say, Parvati, form of Katyayani, who's a Vaishnavi and can give Krishna. Hmm? So, however you want to look at it, it's, they're worshiping the internal energy. And the internal energy is one with Krishna. That means it has no desire other than the desires of Krishna and apprehend, apprehends the, the desires of Krishna before they're expressed even and arranges for their fulfillment and so forth. Bhakti Devi comes to us, hmm? right? Bestows Bhakti. Who's she working on behalf of? <laughs> Only Krishna. Hmm? We say Bhakti Devi gives Bhakti, not Krishna, because hmm? we don't want Krishna to appear to be uh, partial. Gives Bhakti to some, not to others. Hmm? And wherever Bhakti Devi goes, Krishna goes. That's true. But wherever Krishna goes, Bhakti Devi goes. She only does what Krishna wants. So it's a bit, a bit, a bit circular, right? So Bhakti Devi here now, in the form of Katyayani, they're worshiping. They have a mantra to worship her. It says Katyayani Mahamahe, Mahe Mahayogini Adishwari Nanda Gopa Sutam Devi Patimme Kuru Tena Maha. They worship her with these different epithets. Hmm? Glorifying her, and then they re- give their request. Hmm? Uh, let us become the wives of the son of Nanda. Nanda Gopasutam Devi. O Devi, hmm? Nanda Gopasutam Devi, Patim Me Kurutenam. Make us, hmm? we offer our obeisance to you, make us the, the wives of, of the son of Nanda. Hmm? This is their appeal. Hmm? Now, we should note, who is the presiding deity of the Gopal Mantra? If we look to Brihat Bhagavatamrita, we find Janasharma, the Brahman, hmm? the Mathura, he was chanting the Gopal Mantra. And in a dream, the deity of the Gopal Mantra, Durga, appeared and told him to go to Mathura, hmm? or go to Vrindavan, right? Hmm? Pardon me? Durga is the presiding deity. Durga, the presiding deity of the Gopal Mantra, told him to go to Vrindavan, and there, of course, he met Gopakumar, who enlightened him by way of telling his own story. Hmm? Right? So, Durga is the presiding deity of the Gopal Mantra, but how does that make sense? Hmm? Here's how it makes sense. Because for every manifestation of the of the Sarup Shakti, hmm, there's a corresponding manifestation of of the Sarup Shakti embedded in the Maya Shakti. There's a Divya Saraswati and an ordinary Saraswati. Hmm. There's a Durga is 
Dur means dur means difficult. Ga means go. Difficult to go from. Difficult to get out of Durga's influence. But Durga means also difficult to go to. In that latter sense, Durga is a name for Radha, as mentioned in the Tantras. So what I'm saying, what I'm pointing out here is that the, 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 the Shaktis, aspects, let's say, of the Sarup Shakti, are, and a boss, a shadow of them, are manifest in the, within the Maya Shakti in terms of the world and its, um, I want to say, um, uh, upadan. There's an instrumental aspect to the world and there's an ingredient aspect to the world, right? Instrumentally, Vishnu is, is, the, is the cause of the world by injecting consciousness into the world, right? Causes the creation to go about. But in doing so, the, the, the ingredient cause, the material stuff, if you will, itself, gets impressed and, and, and a boss of these Srup Shaktis. So you have Durga on, on, on both sides. And so with all the different Shakti, Kriya Shakti, Gyan Shakti, there's a, I'm saying there's a material and a spiritual manifestation of these. And so, f- and so, with regard to our own life materially, for us to be a doer, for us to be a knower, for us to be an experiencer, we require Shakti. So we rely upon the Maya Shakti. And these features of the Srup Shakti that are embedded in it, that are, that are a shadow of that Srup Shakti, Therefore, Gita says, "Prakriti kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvasa ahankara vimudatma kartahamiti manyate." You think you're doing things, but they're actually being done by material nature. Hmm? That's shakti. Hmm? Hmm? You're doing something because you're setting the material nature in motion, as projected, if you will, like the glance of Vishnu, instrumentally hmm? bringing consciousness into matter. Hmm? But then to function within it, the Maya Shakti facilitates that. Therefore, the Jiva, in terms of it being an agent of action, can only be partially so in material life. Because for the most part, for all intents and purposes, it's a witness. That's why in Yoga Sadhana they think, actually the Jiva is not doing anything, it's just a witness. Hmm. We don't agree with that. We say, no, he is an agent. But his agency is only partially manifest in material life. Hmm. Because he's asleep. Hmm. And the Maya Shakti is doing everything. But of course, it couldn't do anything without him turning it on in the first place. Hmm? So, if the, of course, if, this, if the import here, of course, uh, as an aside, is that if the Jiva is inherently a doer, it has the quality of being an agent of action, hmm? then by what Shakti will that Will, it, will, that, will that take place? Well, it is the Sarup Shakti. Hmm? And if that's an inherent quality of the Jiva that's a doer, then there must be some Sarup Shakti in the Jiva for it to be a doer. Hmm? If you say, well, it only has the potential to be a doer, but then Jiva goes on and says, no, it is actually a quality of the Jiva. It is a doer. It's an internal quality. It's not manifest now. It's covered. Hmm? 
when the Maya Shakti is taken off, then its quality of being a doer comes out. And the Shakti by which it's doing it must be inherent in it also. If the quality is inherent. Anyway, that's it. Relative to some recent philosophical discussions. But there's a material Durga, Durga and there's a spiritual Durga. Durga. There's a Radha as a name for Durga, that's mentioned in the Tantra. And of course, more well known is the Durga uh, 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 presiding over material nature. Probably we refer to them, the two energies, Maya Shakti, Srup Shakti, as like heat and light. Hmm? Excuse me, like heat and cold. You can. You can you can refrigerate or you can um, heat the house hmm? functioning in different ways. Hmm? One Shakti manifesting in many ways. It comes from the primal Shakti. Hmm? So, point is what? That, relative to our discussion, the deity presiding over the Gopal Mantra hmm? that is the internal Shakti, Surup Shakti, hmm? Now the, the now the now the rishis are taking birth as kumaris and they're being given the worship with a new mantra. It's actually saying the same thing. This was their ambition in chanting the Gopal mantra, Gopijana Balabaya Swaha. Hmm? Let me follow the example of the gopis who are who are who Krishna is the Balaba of. Hmm? He's their husband. This is their ideal. So now they're chanting the same thing in a in a Brajlila mantra. Given by, given by the guru, Vrindadevi, hmm? and the deity that they are that they are to worship, hmm? that is the presiding deity of the mantra. Hmm? He has a n- number of names. In the next verse, uh, she's she's given she's uh, what they say, Eva Masam Bratam Cheru, Kumaraya, Krishna Chetasa, Vadrakalim Saman Achur, Bhujananda. Hmm? Badrakali, she's called. Badrakali. Hmm? This is a typical name. What do you think of Durga? Badrakali. So this is, again, uh, auspicious Kali, not the inauspicious, <laughs> in all respects, right? So the deity presiding over the mantra that she gave has to be the Sarup Shakti because the Maya Shakti, Katyayani or Durga, can't directly give Krishna as your husband. She can kick you in the butt and tell you you should think of, of such a thing instead of marrying that other idiot. <laughs> that guy is just going to turn into a couch potato. You could be marrying Krishna. So she make it difficult. Indirectly, this is her service. She, she, she mentions it in the Bhagavatam. Oh, what kind of service do I have? I'm always kicking the jivas. It's in service to you, but I, I'm a little embarrassed by it. Because they are dear to you. Yeah, well, sometimes negative impetus is required. Mm-hmm. Positive impetus also. So one Durga presents, one Bhadrakali, one Katyayani provides the negative impetus, another positive impetus here. And now they, this is who they're, who they're worshipping. Mm-hmm. We'll see, of course, that they'll get their desire fulfilled in the end, and it will be Krishna who comes and gives them the boon. Because why? Why didn't Katyayani personify and give the boon? Because Katyayani and Krishna are one. Srup Shakti and Krishna are one. And we will we'll get to that. There's various sections of this uh, chapter that we'll go through. This is the first section. The, 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 the Kumaris, their vow. Um, I should mention also 
but their vow was austere, from bathing, rising early, cold month, and so forth. And in the first verse, I didn't mention it, habishim. They, they, what they ate was only the food that is eaten um, for engaging, engaging in sacrificial performances. It's not for taste. Hmm? Uh, habisha, there's different descriptions of it, but I think probably described more or less like kitri without any salt or, or spices. Hmm? Not something you can eat a lot of. Hmm? So they got very thin. They did this for, for the whole month, as we'll hear. Hmm? This is their vow. They fashioned the deity, worshipped with different paraphernalia, chanted their mantra, and I should conclude with this also. The text, there's maybe six verses describing this section. It reaches back a moment to all that's been described. They worshipped every morning. They, they, they chanted their mantra. They bathed in the river. But they came also to the river every day together. Because as they began, they realized they each had a similar idea in mind. So they bonded with one another. Despite uh, differences, they were overridden by their ambition and the obstacles that were in front of them to attain it, making a bond together. As much as, as I say, there's as I say, there's strength in numbers, right? And then, and then, every morning they would come in the dark because they had to get there just as the sun's coming up. So they would come from distant places and connect and go arm in arm in the dark. And what would they be doing along the way? Namsan Kirtan. Hmm? So they chanted Krishna's names. Hmm? Hmm? Many names. And sang their way to the Jamuna. So Namsan Kirtan. Hmm? They got uh, Krishna Nam. Krishna Mantra here. It's a mantra for the Sarup Shakti, but worshipping the Sarup Shakti, worshipping Krishna. This is one and, one and different, right? Hmm? They did, they did Archan, they did Namsan Kirtan, they did Mantra Dhyan, hmm? they have a guru, they're going to be successful. Now, it's not going to take but a month, but it took Yugas to get to the last month, right? Yugas to get to the last month. Hmm? To the last month, the month of Margashirsha. Hmm? This month is the month, and I'll conclude with this because we've talked for some time, that Krishna says, in Bhagavad Gita, I am, of months I am Margashirsha. Why does he say that? Why does he say, of months I am Margashirsha? Why did he say, I'm, of months I am Kartik? Well, that's Radha's month, but that's the month of the Rasalila. He would say, it's my month too. No. My month is Margashirsha. Why? Because of this Leela, that's why he says it. Because in this Leela, as we'll see, Krishna marries the gopis. Not only the young gopis, as we'll see, the elderly gopis who were in the previous chapter in Venu Gita, they also be married at this time. And the marriage will be witnessed by his friends. By his friends. He has a marriage. He marries these girls. Witnessed by his, by his, four of his friends acting as one best man. Hmm? <laughs> Witnessing. Hmm? It's a uh, it's a Gandharva right hmm, type of <laughs> marriage. So he, this is the day he marries all the gopis. Of course, he'll consummate the relationship 
in the future, he says. That's one year later in Rasalila. It's consummated on that. But but their vows fulfilled. So this is the favorite month of Krishna. I got he got married finally to his loves. Bhagavan Shri Krishna ki jai, Gopakumaris ki jai, Radha Gobinda ki jai, Gaur Premanande Haribo.